So my husband and I just celebrated seven years of marriage on November 19th. We are actually still celebrating our anniversary, but I wanted to share this episode with you. And last year I did an episode around our anniversary that talked about six things I wish I knew before I got married. And so this year I wanna talk about seven things I'm thankful for after seven years of marriage, okay? I wanna talk about the anniversary and Thanksgiving all rolled up in one. So it's gonna be probably more than you're thinking of right now, so don't skip this episode. Join me right after this. Hey sis, welcome to Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Healing. Are you hurt and confused after a recent breakup? Are you having thoughts like, I can't believe I'm here again. Why wasn't I enough for him? Or I'm never going to get married. Do you find yourself Googling how to get past the breakup or how to heal my broken heart? Do you start your morning feeling like you can finally breathe again only to fall apart when you see a picture of your ex on social media? Hey sis, I'm Candace. I too was a single Christian woman who was heartbroken but still desired marriage. I too had numerous failed relationships and wished the right man would come along. I wanted closure from past relationships, healing for my heart, and I wanted to feel joy in my life again. But the truth is, I had no idea where to start or how to make any of this happen until I found the secret, partnering with God to heal from heartbreak. In this podcast, you will find tips for moving on after breakups growing your relationship with God and preparing for future relationships so that you will heal your heart and be ready to move forward into the life you desire. So turn off those heartbreak songs and turn me up in those earbuds. It's time to heal, sis. Hey sis, and welcome back for another episode of Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Healing. I'm so excited that you're joining me on today for this special episode. Uh, As you heard me state, I am celebrating seven years of marriage this week, and I am just excited uh, that you get to join me for this celebration. And before we get into that, you know, sis, I want to remind you that you should definitely hit your subscribe button wherever you are listening. And if you have not yet left your five-star written review, go ahead and leave it. Let your girl know just how much this podcast means to you and let others know too. So when they find it, they know just what you think about it. Okay. And I want to announce, so you know, this is Thanksgiving week and of course, Black Friday is coming up. So yes, I do have something special for you, sis. If you are in the position of trying to heal from heartbreak right now, if you are trying to move on and you just feel like you don't know what to do, you don't know how to do it, then I have a special offer for you. I know exactly what it feels like to be stuck after a breakup, missing your ex, not sure how to move on, feeling like this is completely impossible, but it's not. It's very possible because again, I just said, I'm celebrating seven years of marriage, but I would have never gotten there unless I did one simple thing, which was heal my broken heart, okay? I had to heal first in order to get to this place where I am today. And that's why I wanna help you in my new course, Grieving the Living. Yes, grieving 
the loss of that relationship of the future that you thought you would have is so vital when you're talking about healing. So I want you to join me in this course. It is a four week course where we dive deep into seven stages of grief and I tell you what to expect at each individual stage as well as how to overcome at each stage. And since you will make it through this season if you walk with me through this proven roadmap, okay? These seven stages are something that you're likely already experiencing, right? You probably have or are experiencing somewhere in stages one, two, or three. And sis, I just wanna help you to get all the way through so that you can get to the end of this grieving process where you will have hope for your future again, all right? So if you wanna join me in my course on Black Friday, I am offering you a $50 discount, okay? You can get $50 off of my my course by going to candaceabaddies.com forward slash grieving the living. And you know, I'm gonna have a link for you in the show notes. So don't worry about that. And at checkout, use the discount code BF50. That's BF for Black Friday 50. Okay, and get your $50 off. And sis, I even have payment plans available for that. So you can get started with this course on Black Friday for as little as $37. That's right, $37. And since we have a private Facebook group just for y'all in the course, and we do quarterly Q&A sessions, which one is coming up really soon in December. So make sure you get in now. All right, again, CandiceABaddies.com forward slash grieving the living. Use the discount code BF50 for $50 off. I don't want you to miss this, sis. This is your opportunity. This is probably the last time, I'm not probably, it is absolutely the last time we will be having a sale on the course for the rest of this year. And I'm not even sure when the sale will be coming back next year. So get it now while it is on sale. I don't want you to miss this and you are gonna be so glad that you did, all right? Now, let's get into today's episode. I'm so excited about this again, y'all. I know you've probably heard this before and you may not even like hearing it when you're single, but marriage is not easy, all right? It is hard. Like I thought I was dealing with something difficult when I was single, desiring marriage and feeling like it was never gonna happen or when I was heartbroken and feeling like I was never gonna get over that pain. Marriage has proven to be even harder than that, okay? But there are seven things that I wanna talk to you about today that I am thankful for in this season of Thanksgiving. I just really wanted to reflect on what are the things that I could share with you that I am really thankful for that has happened. And it's not so much about marriage itself, some of it, but most of it is more like what got me here, okay? After seven years of marriage, what sustained me through these seven years. So let's dig into it. The first thing I'm thankful for is that I finally took time to grieve my losses when I was single, okay? So I used to, you heard me say before, I used to go from relationship to relationship and I never took time to heal my broken heart. I never took time to grieve my losses. So in 2015, when I had that big breakup that just shattered me into pieces, 
I not only grieved that particular relationship, but at that time, I took time to grieve my losses from every other relationship before then, okay? Because I had never dealt with that. I had never dealt with the loss. I had never dealt with the rejection. I had never dealt with the pain. I had never dealt with my emotions. I had never dealt with anything from all the previous relationships. And so intertwined in that was a guy cheating on me um, in the intertwined in that was me ending like an almost nine year relationship. Like in that were just a lot of things that I just never took the time to deal with. And had I not done that at that point in 2015, I'm not sure that I would be able, I would have been able to move on in a healthy manner. And I'm not sure that I would have been able to make it to the place where I am today in my marriage, right? Like if had I not grieved and let go of a lot of that stuff, like it took some forgiveness and really, like I said, dealing with the emotions and not burying them down, letting things come to the surface, admitting a lot of things like that was hard. It's hard work if you're going to grieve intentionally, but it is necessary work. And so I am first thankful that I took time to actually grieve my losses. And you've heard me mention it just now, but I'm going to mention it one more time. My course, Grieving the Living, will absolutely help you if that is a place where you need to start. Okay. So I know we always look like, I know I get a lot of women who um, immediately get out of a relationship. And the first thing they say they want is to be in another relationship. And it's like, sis, uh, we got to grieve what you just lost. Okay. We have to take time to assess that situation and deal with all the hurt and anything else that you may be dealing with during that time. Okay. So the first thing I'm so glad that I finally, finally took time to do that. The second thing I'm thankful for is that I finally chose God over a man. (laughs) Y'all, we don't like to admit this, but sometimes we have to really examine who is at the center of our lives. So another thing I talk about in my course, Grieving the Living, is the nucleus, determining what or who is the nucleus of your life. And so we talk about this whole thing about everything that orbits around the nucleus, which is the center, and it should be God. God should be the person, should be the one who is at the center of your life. He should be your nucleus. He should be your power source. He should be what everything else in your life revolves around. But so often as single women, you find yourself in a place where the man or the relationship or the idea that you have for your life being the thing that's at the center and everything else revolves around that. The problem with that is those things cannot sustain your life. They cannot sustain you. Only God can. So I'm so grateful that during that time, I was able to switch out my nucleus. I took the man out and I put God in. And that was like one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. It's like, you know, we say I'm saved, I'm a Christian, you know, all of those things. And yes, I had been saved for a very long time, but that does not mean that God was at the center of my life. And that was a hard truth, but I can say that now. And so we have to make sure that we're at every stage of our lives, it may not always just be about relationships or men, but you have to always take inventory of like, what 
is the center? What is the most important thing? What do I focus on? What does everything in my everything else in my life revolve around? So I'm glad that I chose God over a man. Finally, <laughs> finally. Number three, and I keep saying finally for some of these things because these were hard battles and long roads and hard things for me to do over years. And it took me a long time to get to that place. And I'm like, these things that I'm saying that I did back then are still benefiting me today. So that's why I'm saying like, I'm still grateful for these things. And yes, they all have effect on my marriage. They all are so important for my marriage. Number three, I finally got to enjoy being single. <laughs> okay. So by the time I decided to enjoy, not, not decided, right. But by the time I got to the place where I felt that I, I was healed and God was the center of my life and I put him first, it was short lived. <laughs> my single uh, time was short lived what I had left because it was time for me to finally step into the role of being a wife. I didn't know that at the time, but I'm so grateful that I at least had a small season where I was single and I wasn't constantly worried about finding a man. I wasn't obsessed over getting married. I was able to actually just enjoy the blessing of single of singleness like and it was a blessing for me in that season and so i'm very happy that i got to in, I, that i got to experience that because i think if you don't ever experience that you kind of almost feel like something is missing in your life and you're not quite sure what and so even though again that it was short-lived for me i'm so happy and i'm so thankful that i did have that season number four I am thankful that I learned that healing a broken heart is possible and I learned how to do it. So two for one here. So, you know, the one of the biggest reasons why I didn't ever want to go through like the healing process and the grieving and the dealing with my emotions, because I didn't really think that healing the broken heart was possible. Like I thought that it was the, at some point you just gone too far, you know, like really dra dragging these emotions to the forefront or to the surface was not really going to help me. And so I didn't know what could heal a broken heart. And I honestly, because I didn't know what could, I didn't think it was really possible. So I just chose not to deal with it. But I'm so thankful that I got to learn that healing a broken heart was possible and that I got to learn how to do it in that season. I'm glad I got to learn how to do it in that season one, because I get to share all of those things with you here on the podcast, which I do week after week. And two, I'm so happy that I learned how to do it because guess what? Here's the hard truth. This broken heart is likely not going to be your last one. It's not going to be your last one because I will say like I have experienced heartbreak in my marriage, you know, and it's, it's different, but you know, it happened, it happens, you know, and so you have to know how to go through that healing process with God, partnering with him, you know, that's why choosing him over anyone else is so important, but I actually learned how to do it. And so I, now I know, you know, I know that it's possible. So if anything ever happens to me that breaks my heart again, whether it's marriage, um, you know, not even necessarily saying it has to be with my husband, but I know that it is possible to do it. I know 
what can be done now. And I, and not to say that every single situation would be exactly the same that you would do, that I would do everything exactly how I did it before, but I do have a very good roadmap of the steps to take to really get me going on the healing journey. And then you follow God from there. You follow his leading. You follow the Holy Spirit's leading from there. Number five. So talking about that, um, knowing how to heal a broken heart. And I just said, you know, that my heart was broken in my marriage. Number five is that I'm thankful for my separation in 2022. So you heard me mentioned, if you listen to the podcast episode that I did around the time of my uh, one year podcast anniversary, I talked about like spiritual warfare and things like that. And one of the things that had happened in 2022, uh, not long after I started the podcast was my husband and I separated for about 30 days. Okay. And I'm thankful for that separation because it really put things into perspective for us. Like we were uh, five years in. It happened that summer. So um, a few months before our six year anniversary last year. And it really put things into perspective. It started helping us to make choices that we really needed to make. And it's like, look, are we going to do this or are we not? You know, and it uh, for me, it started helping me to be like, you know what? You probably can live without your husband. You probably could, but do you want to? Like, And I had to start saying like, what do I really want to happen here? And I had to start admitting to myself, it's like, you do want this to work. Like you don't want him to just walk away or just to leave this marriage or anything like that. Like you actually do want this thing to work out. So I'm very like, very thankful for the separation because like I said, it put things into perspective for both of us. And that really only happens if both parties are really to do are really willing to do some self-examination. Okay. So if you are the only person doing the self-examination, then it's not really gonna work because both people have to do it, or maybe the other person's willing to do it, but you're not. So you have to like if if that is the case, like separation isn't always a bad thing because sometimes it can bring you closer together, it can help you get on the same page, it opens up lines of communication if you're willing to work things out. Okay. So I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful that that happened because that was a turning point for us. It really was. It was a turning point. Number six, I am thankful that my husband and I were friends before we considered dating each other. So (laughs) I hear people say all the time, oh, I married my best friend. Oh my gosh. But like a lot of people say that because they became friends with this person after they dated and fell in love and they became so close. And so that's how they became best friends. However, my husband and I have been friends since we were in junior high school. No lie. (laughs) We've been knowing each other that long and we've been friends. And throughout the years, you know, we stayed in contact for um, a lot of time throughout high school and everything like that. And then I think we lost contact somewhere around college and then we reconnected later. And again, that reconnection was not in a dating form. It was still just being friends. And so he knew so much about me. He knew things that I didn't even tell the guys I was dating, you know, just because we talked about a lot of stuff. And I also knew a lot of things about him. So for the most part, when it comes like to background and things like that, 
we knew each other very well. So we kind of knew what we were getting into. And again, we were really, really good friends. Like he was like my best friend for a long time. So it's like when you have that foundation for me and for us, he and I, I feel like that is one of the things that have sustained us through the hard times because I was like, man, I can't really imagine losing my best friend, you know, now not to say that that should, that should be the thing that makes you stay if all other things are not working out. That's not what I'm saying at all, but it is something that I felt like made us fight more for our marriage because we were like, man, we were good friends. We are good friends. And so like getting back to the place where, you know what, I want to be friends first before we're anything else, because that's, you know, that's like the foundation of our relationship. It's friends first. And so like now, you know, this, I'm, I'm like probably most hopeful about uh, this year seven, because we are in probably the best place we've ever been in our marriage. And I'm really excited about it. And I do feel like I'm in a place where, man, like we have that friendship back and you can really see it and feel it. And so, like I said, that friendship I feel has carried us in many ways in our marriage. And then number seven, I am thankful that my purpose extends beyond my desires. And so by that, I mean like, you know, I had the desire for, I I would pretty much say almost all my life, as far as I could, you know, remember that I was just gonna be a wife and be a mom, you know? And so that is great, but I am very, very thankful that my purpose extends beyond that. I love being a wife, I love being a mother, but it's like, that is not all that God has for me. And so I'm so grateful that through the years of being married and going through ups and downs and trials and tribulations, and you know, not just the trials and tribulations in my marriage, but it's like the things that happened before that, that God began to reveal to me and my husband supporting me throughout these years of me really like walking into this place that God has led me and walking in my purpose and really accepting the call that God has on my life. And so I think that um, the fact that my purpose extends beyond the wife and motherhood actually helps my marriage. It actually helps because it's like, I'm not trying to put my soul identity into that part of my life. Like that is a part of my life, but it's not my entire life. It is a part of who I am, but it's not my entire identity. And I think that's very helpful because it's like when you think that this one thing is all that you are and all you have to do, it's like you become so one dimensional and that's where your focus tends to be. And so you focus on that at the exclusion of everything else. And that's not necessarily healthy. God has created us to be like uh, multifaceted individuals, right? We are so complex and we're not meant to just do one thing. I do not believe. And so I'm just very grateful that I have the purpose of being a wife. I have the purpose of being a mother, but I also have other things that God has called me to do outside of that. And it is, I'm very, very grateful for that. 
So that is it. Those are the seven things that I am thankful for after seven years of marriage, things that I feel have helped me, that um, allowed me to get to this place, and things that continue to sustain me throughout you know, my journey and my walk. And uh, like I said, I am super excited for year seven that my husband and I are embarking on right now. And sis, if you, you know, I did not make this episode to like pour salt in anybody's wound, so to speak, or anything of that nature. It is really to tell you what is possible if you take time to heal in this season. Don't be so quick to bypass the healing process. Don't be so quick to bypass the grieving process. If you are intentional about what you're doing in this season, then you will see great results. And then you too will come back and share your story of where God has brought you, the things that you are thankful for and grateful for how much you enjoy your life, whether you're single or married or whatever it is in the next several years, wherever you find yourself, you will be able to come back and tell your testimony that I made it here by the grace of God because he walked with me through healing my heart and through that uh, season of heartbreak. So if you want to be intentional, sis, again, don't forget I'm offering you $50 off my course, Grieving the Living. Again, go to CandiceABaddies.com forward slash Grieving the Living and put the uh, discount code BF50, that's BF50. Use that at checkout to get your $50 off and start your healing journey today. You can end this year seriously, like on a much better note than you started it, okay? You can end this year much stronger than you started it and much stronger than when that breakup happened, okay? You don't have to stay stuck. You don't have to wait for the new year to come in to start your resolution. Start today, all right? So I love you so much, sis. Happy Thanksgiving to you guys. And I hope that you will take some time to let us know what you are thankful for. Come join us in the Facebook group if you haven't already. And let's talk about it. I will talk to you again real soon, sis. I love you. Bye. Hey, sis. Listen, if you've been blessed, changed, or inspired by this podcast in any way, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is the number one way that you can thank me and show support for the show. Also, if this podcast blessed you, don't keep it to yourself. Do a quick share and bless someone else. Please know I am so grateful for each and every one of you and I would love to hear from you. Come connect with me and other like-minded individuals in my Facebook group called Christian Women Overcoming Heartbreak and Finding Purpose. I can't wait to meet you back here really soon. Until then, remember to love the life you have while you're making it better. Love you, sis.